Our friends at Dr. Diz Basketball are here to help you take your team's training to the next level this season. Get an exclusive discount on the in-game changing features on select Dr. Dish Rebel Plus, All-Star Plus, and CT Plus shooting machines by mentioning the Rising Coaches podcast or let them know that the Rising Coaches organization had sent you just to get your exclusive discount. Today on the Rising Coaches podcast, you will get to hear a recap of some of the top segments we have had with current coaches and former players after our new podcast relaunch in October of 2023. Some of which, including Purdue's Matt Painter, Florida Atlantic's Dusty May, Yale's James Jones, and Marquette's Shaka Smart, as well as some other of the best basketball minds in the industry. We hope you enjoy our best of 2023 episode. Uh, just becoming a coach in general and then becoming a head coach, it really humbles you. Like, oh. you, like you you think you know a lot and you don't, you don't know quite as much as you think you do. So like yeah. I've always been like a lifelong learner in that sense. Mm-hmm. Like I've always wanted to know, like I've always been inquisitive as a person. I want to know why you're doing things. And right. at times when like we were growing up, like the 80s and 90s, like we didn't get the why a lot from the people who coached us. Yeah, yeah. Got it, it just, a little bit, but we didn't yeah. get it a lot. So yeah, I, it was, yeah, jumping, jumping how high, coach, what you need yeah, me to do. Exactly. You know? So yeah. I give the why. Like, if you're in the position that I'm in, you should be able to explain what you're doing. And sure. so, like, yeah. Clear, you should, clearly. Yes, and you yeah. should be able to make sense. So nothing's ever perfect. So I'm always talking about this is what I think is best for our team, but here's the downside of it. You got to make your hard work fun. Like, I don't care who you are, what level you're at. Like, you Mm got to get – and the more discipline you have, the more fun you have. Yeah. Some people just, like, took fun to another level in their mind right there. Like, we're going to Six Flags. Who you are, like, in that worst moment, who you are in adversity, like, man, learn to face it. Mm -hmm. Like, learn to face it. Like, the last thing I wanted to do is go to the Final Four. Like, you get beat by a number 16 seed. I mean, golly, you can't get enough covers in the world, right? Right. like I'm going under the covers and like, a, it's not a sleep. It's like more of a hibernation. Yeah, no, that's it. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, where's uh, he been wit- for four months? He's been hibernating. Yeah. Like he's- witness, witness protection. Become an expert at something in basketball. You know I mean? Really, really study the game. And then you, you have to know everything you got to know. If you're coaching in college, it's recruiting. It's, it's all the things we talked about, but really, really like be a lifelong learner. I, I think is one thing that we've just come up a lot. And the other thing is it's about relationships. So I really, we started this conversation, right? With, And it, it really is because um, whether it's friendships or people that can help your career, um, it's about getting to know people and them getting to know you and getting them to see that you have this grit, passion mm-hmm. and perseverance and that you're mm-hmm. a lifelong learner. So that's a jumbled answer, but it's all tied no, together. For you know, sure. It's all Perfect. tied together. But I, I would say... If I had to, if you made me summarize it, I would say grit is the best thing that you could have as a young coach. Yeah. Passion plus perseverance. Yeah. Um, you basically, uh, to be a good assistant, you have to make yourself indispensable. There you go. You know, you, you got to be willing to do everything your head coach wants. Loyalty is critical. You know, Jerome Tang, we had a, we had a, we have a coaches get together, as Alan knows, every year down at the University of Florida, Larry Shiat puts on, a guy I work with at Providence. And Jerome Tang was one of the invited speakers, uh, rightfully so. And he said, I only hire people that love me. You know, 
I thought that was amazing. You know, I only hire people that love me, but here's the point. Can't always do that, but you got to hire people that your success means something to. Sure. And, and, and so um, that's critical loyalty. You know, that's the first thing. Secondly, being an indispensable, you know, doing whatever the head coach needs you to do. You need to hold players accountable. You need to have a standard that's high. You also have to have a relationship with them. That's real. Uh, we always sure. use this term. Um, great, great book by a guy named Joe Ehrman called Inside Out Coaching. He's a former uh, defensive lineman for the old Baltimore yeah. Colts. He was a high school football coach in Baltimore. And I know you've heard this term. Uh, there's transformational coaching versus transactional. Transactional is this. We got two hours of practice. You better play hard. And then I'll see you tomorrow at two o'clock. Right. Transformational is is what we know it is. It's not just a cliche. It's you you really got to love on these guys and you got to, they got to know you love them and care about them and care about their families. And like how many times they want to hear me say the same thing over and over. Uh -huh. Right. Right. They're, they're tired of listening to James Young. Right. Right. <laughs> right. I give them as much rope as I possibly can. Like I let them run our entire preseason program. Like mm -hmm. I used to micromanage our preseason, postseason workouts. I would mm -hmm. give them a sheet of what to do, just like a practice plan. Right, right. So now I let them handle it so they can they can do their own workouts. We have guidance in terms of what I'm looking for. Sure. Do and add and. Yeah, be, be and creative. Yeah. yeah, do some stuff. And and from that, um, our program has gotten better. I think you, you figure out your why, why you want to coach, why you want to do this. And yeah. just just trust that the, the money and, and don't get me wrong. I was never motivated by money, but I knew I needed to pay for my kids to go to college. They were great athletes. And I knew my wife wanted a, a nice house and whatever. Sure. But just just to do it for the right reasons and trust that if you if you're doing it for everyone else, then eventually you're going to get to where you, you're going to you want to get to. But even if you don't, then that that ride you went on for however many years it took was still an absolute blast because of the, the people and experiences that you had. Because once again, I, I don't see very many people that love going to work every day. And I wake up every single morning and hopefully our staff does and our players do. That's a goal of ours to make practice and, and being around the office and gym the most enjoyable part of their day. Yeah. And so even with sons, I tell them, here's the advice I give them. Find something that is going to make you happy every single day where you're going to have connection, community and fun. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's there's a there's a humbleness to what we are trying to accomplish. Yes, for sure. But also, like, you know, let's celebrate those really special moments where. Oh, and, man. Uh, and, and the performance of something, you know, I, I've got this friend um, who's a book editor that was there's a there's a book called The Art of Gathering. And in that book, it, and she was it, it sort of says, and I, I might mess this up, but in African African language, when you say hello, it means I see you. And then the response is I, I am seen. And um, I think we, we we've talked about like um, the gift that you give to somebody by recognizing that they're doing something really cool. Is yeah. to say that to them, and then also the the to receive it, not just yeah. be like, um, oh, that's a, yeah, nah, that's yeah, brush it off. That's yeah, right. Like yeah, say yeah. like, thank you. you yeah, know, thank you. Like, um, I think that's really a powerful thing for for young kids. But I mm -hmm. think that it's, um, I think of it as you know, you're sort of a well orchestrated stage play when you're on, uh, when you're on the floor together. For sure. You know, of course, the head coach needs to be. You know, when that when one person's talking, you know, you, everyone needs to listen. That doesn't necessarily need to be the head coach. Um, and I think that if you've gone to a play, um, the star of the show sometimes is maybe a supporting uh, character in that. Mm -hmm. And 
the, the guys on the team, Doug, need to know that you're all connected. And so every year, the system's going to change in terms of how we play on the court. But the mentality stays the same. So one thing we say is that men mentality always trumps system. And so we will ingrain into our guys the same mentality year in and year out. We talked about I am third. That's the one mentality we have to do. The other is what we call fearless. We're trying to create a player who's can play without fear, can play without thinking. So we're going to try to train and teach and coach those mentalities. And then it doesn't matter what system. Like you could tell me, hey, you have to run flex. I think I can make it work if I get a player who's third and, and fearless. Or you could say, yeah. hey, you got you to run ball screen continuity. I probably could figure out a way to make it work if our players are ingrained to think fearlessly and I'm third, which is selflessly. So, right. And I think early on, you, you think you have to make all the decisions. So I still yeah. think I try now to make a lot of suggestions and I allow my assistants to make decisions. That way, all the weight isn't on me. Because sometimes, like, look, as leaders, we just get paralyzed and, like, it, if I don't make the right decision, we're doomed. And, and that's yeah. not how it works, but we tend to play it. Like, if we don't guard the ball screen perfectly, the whole game plans off. And you guys, every single person you meet and work for or play for or is, is a job interview. Like, no it question. truly, oh the showing up on time, the way you treat no people, the way you uh, do your work, uh, just yeah. anything you do, not I mean, only the work, but the way you treat people. No doubt. It is all be noted. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it could be somebody that knows the person you're playing for. That's going to yeah. ask that person, what do you yeah. think? Or do you know of anybody who would be a really good assistant coach, a video coordinator? And yeah. are you going to pop up like, man, you will like this one. They may not know yeah. everything yet, but they will uh, easy to work with, work hard. All the Yeah. Stuff. And so Havoc became a, listen, we are going to go after it more than you. We are going to have more enthusiasm than you. We are going to get on the floor more than you. We are going to wreak havoc on your right. psyche and your plan of attack. You might have something that you practice every day. Yeah. And something that you're game planning to do against most teams. That ain't happening in the game. Yeah, right. 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 And so the presses were part of that, Doug. But it wasn't just the defense. It was a, a, a mentality that we had. And you guys know this about culture. Culture is about 95% determined by who you have on the court playing the game for you. Coaching your players is different than coaching your team. And I think it's so easy for us as we go into the season and as we start to prepare for opponents and game plan for games, to just coach your team. Yeah. This is what we are going to do on offense. This is what we're going to do on defense. This right. is how we are going to approach the game. But man, we are coaching a bunch of individual guys that make up the team. And right. it is incumbent upon us to coach them also as yeah. we are coaching the team. And that's an area that, man, I'm trying to get better at every day. I would say, you know, focus. So I, I like to focus on kids' strengths. And I, I want, I always tell people like you're defined by your strengths, not by your weaknesses. Mm -hmm. uh, and as, if you allow people to define you by your weaknesses, then that's where you'll be defined. But, you know, I, again, Jim Boylan, um, which, you know, you know, he told me about Clyde Drexler, right? And he was like, Clyde Drexler never could go left, right? And so one day he's like, Clyde, you got to work on your left. And he says, Clyde says to him, hey, they can't stop me going right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm not, you know, so yeah. 
all right, he could go left, but basically I'm going to go right. And then when, you know, you get in the NBA, you realize like that's the calling card of elite players, right? Like you do yeah. you go to your strengths. They're not going to yeah. go. Like Tim Duncan's going to his right hook. Like you're not yeah. going to stop it. Uh, so um, the one common thing though, amongst all of those coaches, it's you know, especially the good ones um, has been concern and care, right? Like a player has to feel like mm. coach cares and has genuine concern for them, whether mm. it's, you know, how deep that concern is, right? Well, I'm concerned about you as an individual. Um, you know, you're not going to have like an interlocking personal relationship with every single coach. Mm-hmm. But generally, man, just knowing that a coach cares, uh, whether it's good or bad, and that he's concerned, he has that genuine concern for you as a human being, um, is the common thread that I've found amongst, you know, all of my coaches. Um, and so I just kind of came to, came to, I went to Shimmy and I went to Kelly and I was like, how can I, how can I help with your scouts? How can I help with learning how to do scouts, learning segments of it? Like, what can I take off your plate that, you know, obviously isn't like, um, yeah. like, you know, the, 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 the big, like, what's going to be the way that we, we beat this team. Like that's not coming from the intern. Um, but right. then like, yeah, so I did like, just, <clears throat> I did like, I draw, I drew all their plays. I did help with, you know, kind of, um, like just watching plays, things like that, just kind of getting into the motion of that um, for, you know, different coaches, things like that. First of all, study and learn as much as you can learn about this game. Read as much as you can get your hands on because you want to be really good at it. You have to, like a great player, put the time, put the work in. For sure. I would say networking is very, very important. What you know is great, you know, but who you know is very important as well. You know, Mm -hmm. who you know sometimes can get you there. What you know will keep you there. Video analysis is expensive, and I'm sure your budget isn't getting much bigger. Fulcrum Tech is here to help. Used by basketball teams at all levels from D1, D2, D3, all the way to high school. Their Angles product is similar to what you know and allows you to code, capture, and analyze with ease. All you have to do is import the raw video and synergy with just the click of a mouse. Over the past two years, over 60% of their D1 teams and conferences such as the SEC, Pac-12, American, A-10, or even the NBC, just to name a few, have made the postseason. All this while saving thousands and thousands of dollars a year compared to their old companies. Because let's be honest, who doesn't want to save more money? All you have to do is reach out to at Fulcrum Tech on Twitter or reach out to their sales at sales at fulcrumtech.com via email and be sure to mention if you are a rising coaches member or the rising coaches podcast do more spend less with fulcrum tech we hope you have enjoyed everything as much as we have so far this 2023 season and we are looking forward to having many more bright minds to chat with and learn from heading into the 2024 season On top of that, we have many updates about Rising Coaches we are looking forward to announcing in the future to help us all rise in the industry. From all of us with the Rising Coaches organization and the Rising Coaches podcast, we want to be sure to thank you for listening. And as always, keep working, keep rising coaches.